All right, this is the Monday Night Forum. <laughs> Christopher's dealing with audio problems or something like that. And uh, we can see Grant. For the first yeah. time. Well, second time, I think, right? Second time. We're, there's Grant. This is face. That's the episode. Bye. <laughs> he does exist. Later. Uh, uh, episode are we, are number we streaming live? 40, 47. Yes. Uh, radicals and extremists. Okay. That's what we're talking about. But first, wait, who would we have? We got Christopher, Secure Coop, Jeremy, Do We Like Donuts, and Homestead of Pain. That dude. Uh, who thinks he's right? Homestead, we're going to be. <laughs> Christopher, go ahead and share an yeah. uh, personal event. Well, yesterday I got to be on Tim uh, Toolman Cook's podcast. That was really cool. Hey, cool. Yeah. What about? You know that You know that uh, conversation we had a few months ago about, about communications? Yes. And I had the illegal one, and I, I covered all that. And I, I, I do uh, remember that. Yeah. So I, I got to do that presentation again, and I really enjoyed it. Let me look that up. Let's see if it's live already. Is it live already? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Dirt cheap communi- emergency communications. How to meet eighty percent of your needs for thirty dollars. Christopher Dividal. Hey, I know that guy. I remember that? That's me. Awesome. So, yeah. Neat. Was that your first time on Tim's show? First time on Tim's show, and he invited me back uh, whenever I finished Secure Coop. But I'm talking with him now about doing a different episode, uh, Redneck energy generation so hmm. that ought to be interesting sounds sounds intriguing yes, sir cool jeremy go ahead personal event um harvested onions for the first time ever this week yeah oh, they that do? was pretty cool i mean i just put a tiktok video up like 20 minutes ago about it yeah, they're, yeah. they're you know there's yeah, there's they're you know like this big, and then there's some that are like this big. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just saw your one about potatoes. Those are your salad onions. They are, they are. Yeah, uh, potatoes. Yeah, like I just I threw some potatoes in a straw bale. Like, yeah, we'll see what happens. If I, I could get, if potatoes. I could get a trailer of straw bales, that would be the perfect way, really, to break the ground. I mean, if you wanted to build like a hundred by hundred food plot, you just put the whole mm-hmm. thing with hay bales and then start growing in that. It'll deteriorate, and yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that you can do. I mean, you they'll they'll grow like tomatoes and straw bells, but they let them yeah. age for months. You don't really have that, to if you feel like a straw bell for like maybe three or four weeks. Yeah, just put dirt in the hole with them, and they don't need much. Yeah, I didn't do that. Two handfuls of dirt. <laughs> and you're yeah, good. don't you do like need to like inoculate the straw bale so that it has like uh, something going on in there? I don't know. I just figured. You know what? Down. I've got. I've got seed potatoes that are about to die, and I've got a straw bell that I have nothing to do with. There you Let's go. Let's see what happens. There it is. Yeah. Match Experimental. Let's just see what happens. But, yeah, uh, harvested onions for the first time. That was pretty exciting because I've never grown onions. I've always been intimidated by onions and garlic for whatever reason. Same. And so I've got I, I've grown both this year for the first time. I've never done either. I don't even think I'm going to get any sort of harvest this year. So. Uh-oh. Well, like, so onions, I mean, like you, so you plant your seeds in the fall, if you're going to do, if you're going to grow them from okay. seed, or you can plant bulbs, um, in, uh, the spring, um, onion sets, like you can buy onion sets, which are started from seed in the fall and then they're harvested and sold you as little bitty onions and you can plant those in the, in the spring. But like, I've never, and, and there's like, there, there's early onions and mid onions and late onions and short day like, onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short day, midday, and long day onions. And I'm like, I don't even know what the heck that means, but it means uh, Grant. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it has to do with your growing season, right? I would say, yeah, the growing season or the amount of sun you get. Amount I don't sun, exactly yeah. know. I haven't really ever tried. See, they're, onion. They're, they're, it's a mystery to all of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I've tried. But I got enough of a season. harvest for me to say, you know what? I felt pretty good about this. I'll do it yeah, better next and year. For me, I've tried corn. I haven't done. Same. You know, uh, I did. I did buy some onion sets one year. Planted them out. They didn't do really anything. But again, I'm growing on three, four hours of sun, five hours max. But I don't have any any garden space there. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, for me, like that was that was a pretty cool. Like, okay, I, I've been I've been sitting on these waiting for two months to see what kind of harvest, if any, we're gonna get from these onions. And to well, have did you, some did you wait until the tops fell over? Yeah, yeah, the tops fell over. Um, and I had a couple of them that actually started to go to seed. They started to, to bolt, but or whatever it's called with, yeah, with onions. Bolt. 
um for some reason i was thinking onions had a different name but but yeah no it, it's so yeah pretty excited about that grant what's your big news um <laughs> we got we yeah we got going, i got one of three well you want to give me a guess jeremy married baby another cat or or the land it's no nope. land. the land <laughs> um so we I got thought it was going to be the truck. Oh yeah, I got a truck. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, so that was. You got two personal events. Yeah, you got two. I got a 2008 Toyota Tundra. Love it already. Nice. And then four wheel uh, drive. No. You crashed oh. the other thing yet? What other thing? Whatever you're driving. No, no, it just wasn't mine. Oh okay. And then uh, suburban, right? Yeah, the suburban. And then uh, we got a call today from my dad's aunt. And she said she had a she had to meet with the judge today and then go under oath and everything. And he he appointed her to be, um, I guess, gave her approval to sell the land for her husband's sons. Like a power of attorney thing. Yeah, similar. Okay. Yep. So he so that was a uh, very good. So now we can move forward. And okay. now we know whether we can get it or get it or not. The only problem is going to be dollar signs. Sure. Mm. So, yeah. Any that's idea what, right what that's what that's going to cost? Um, realistically, I would say eight thousand an acre for thirteen acres. Um, there's a house on it, but the house is appraised at like twenty eight thousand. The house is built in eighteen seventy five. Yeah. Um, it's like seventeen hundred square feet. It needs a whole lot of work. We're going to have it appraised. Yeah. We're going to have everything appraised. It's got to be surveyed. Um, <clears throat> as long as they don't come back and be like, no, we're going to do 15 an acre, that's not going to be possible. So if it's somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be fair market value. The yeah. fair market value that it's taxed on or that it like 40%, it's it's 6,900 an acre. So in, I would say around 8,000 an acre. On the low end or on the medium end, six thousand on the low end, ten thousand on the high end. Um, yeah. And if they come back with a unrealistic number, then we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. Then you just got to Alabama. One hundred and four thousand plus. If if we don't get this, then I just might. Yeah, I might move to Alabama. Thousand. Find you some find you some tax deeds. Yeah. I just might. Just my yeah. long, long I game in, there. It really is. I put in a bid on a bunch of them uh, a week and a half ago. Cool. Let's see if they. It takes still not your three place. down the road, huh? No, man, it's still not out there yet. It's, yeah, they haven't. Okay. They haven't put out. They haven't put out the uh, 2023 list yet. I keep it every Friday. Every yeah. Friday, about three o'clock in the afternoons, when they update it. And you think hmm. it'll be on that one? I thought it would be on it a month ago. Yeah. So every Friday I'm checking it, but yeah. either way, I got three. I got three acres, ten minutes down the road. But nice. <laughs> oh, so you're you're feeling confident that you'll be able to get it? Well, the three acres, ten minutes down the road, I've already got. Oh, there's three acres within walking distance that I want. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm having. That's, that's the one that I really want. Okay. It's just delinquents. I'd have to sit on it for five years, but I got you. You got to get in on that stuff. I found I found almost two hundred acres, but. It was on hold, whatever the heck that means. Oh, and probably means somebody with deeper wallets got to it first. <laughs> it was a development that went that went bad. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Oh yeah, uh, we got stupid amounts of rain this weekend, specifically yesterday. Like I saw the flooding, dude. Again. It rained three inches in three hours. That doesn't happen here. That's dumb. And it's raining now. It's not the government. Dude, it's just it's just public asked, corporations do it now. I asked yeah. Bill Gates and George Soros in a public tweet, uh, please turn <laughs> off the cloud seeding. Did they respond? No. Guy had a good comment, though. That was funny. That's a, and good, then, that's uh, a good one, though. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if I cut out, that's uh, my internet went to crap, and now I'm looking at a turkey out my window. So, you have yeah. a turkey that's why I'm because of the rain. Distracted. It, the internet went up because I, I was like, "What? Like, the turkey ate my internet, <laughs> or Bill Gates shut you down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. To do it. yeah, it's not actually a turkey; it's a drone. 
Right. <laughs> we just well, birds around. aren't real. That's the conspiracy. Yeah, the birds aren't real. Yeah. Turkey is I looking is awful so weird. Uh, so yeah, radicals and extremists. So uh, Ted died this weekend. That was like the big news. And so man, so I uh, I want I just had to point out the irony out of everyone tweeting about Ted dying. That's all I wanted to say. Nobody else found that it? funny. No, I found I found that ironic. I got a Oh, I, I think I follow, I think I follow is. you because his thing about technology. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's and so, just... like, there's tons of people that are like, oh, I saw one in particular. I won't name names. It's a bigger account. He's like in this household, Ted Kaczynski's a true hero or something. Then it's like, shut up. No, he's not. <laughs> like, you're that's fake. That's a stupid post. And you're probably one of the first people he would have bombed back in the 80s. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> stupid people be tweeting stupid things. What about uh, Ted Kaczynski didn't kill himself? Has that been out there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's been out there. I mean, I mean, he's been struggling with cancer for a while. Maybe they finally just killed him. They had enough of him. One thing. So I, so I don't know what, like, what was his cause of death? Cancer. Okay. I Officially, I guess. Closely. Yeah. So, so yeah, and that was suicide, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did want to say I would, I would believe I would believe the one about Ted because, like, what, what's he got? I mean, like, he doesn't have a, a Rolodex full of names, right? Just targets. As long as he's locked up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, for everybody that isn't right here on this on this men's forum, after the last men's forum, somebody here, I won't say who, thought Unabomber was just one target. Like that he only bombed, made one bomb. Una. And that Una. he would be a octobomber <laughs> if given the chance. It was and a good joke. That Unabomber was for university, not Unobomber. Uh, it was a joke. He, he took a, he took a, he couldn't handle losing at Uno or something and just started bombing. Uh, it was, it bombing was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. It, it was, was really was damn funny. funny. <laughs> it was very we funny. <laughs> so, what is the difference between a radical and extremist? Hmm. Never out of embarrassment. No, no. He's lighting up, up over there. So I think radicals and extreme. I think radicals are more about thoughts and ideas, whereas Change. extremists are uh, about Muslim. action. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, a radical hmm. noun: a person who advocates thorough or complete political or social reform. You can tell we're well prepared. Well, and I can't even, uh, but like, I would uh, even go so far as to say a, a radical is not necessarily an evil person. They just have radical ideas. I don't even think yeah. an extremist is an evil person. Depends yeah. on the... An extremist... Depends on what you're extreme about, sure. Yeah. And depends and if, on why they're extreme. Which I guess it depends on if you agree with their extreme views. Yeah. yeah. Sure. An extremist is a person who holds an extreme or fanatical political or religious view especially one who resorts to or advocates extreme action, such as violence. So it so doesn't like always have to be violence. So extremist doesn't have to always be violence. Right. Like so I like, would say like, like Jesus was a radical <laughs> and or extremist. I think he was both. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with that, that he was a radical and an extremist. An extremist. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, my yeah, kids out my window. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, it's still daylight there, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> um, but that's an interesting point, though, about like like Jesus being a radical and, and an extremist, because so many people today, the the right wing conservatives that are pro Trump, pro Jesus. And then it's like they think that Jesus fits in this little box of conservative, and and no, like Jesus yeah. would in today's day would probably be labeled a liberal. Yeah, like a liberal socialist. 
Definitely not a socialist. I don't yeah, know if he'd fit in that category, but he wouldn't, no, 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 he wouldn't fit in the category. Correct. He would not fit into that category into that box. But yeah. but the 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 I think the conservatives would see him more liberal, and the liberals would maybe see him even more conservative. Like he would he would <laughs> yeah. If you think about really the Pharisees, the Pharisees are like the like the Southern Baptists in many ways. You know, they were, you have uh, to elaborate on that. We're not yeah. up to oh no, you guys don't have Southern Baptists. Um, they are <laughs> the more um. Politically conservative, traditional, uh, mom and pop, apple pie. They, they hold to um, they, their own ideas, and and they're very. They push out a lot of people who disagree, and they don't have a lot of. Uh, at least this is the, this is the exaggerated um, stereotype of them. There's a lot of great the people that say that you can't drink and go to church. Yeah, you could say that. I, that that's a, that's a very yeah. I drink I drink and go to church so. <laughs> at a Southern Baptist. Drink church, on my right? way to church. <laughs> Not on the way. And have your wife drive. Lest I get any angry comments about Southern Baptist, there are quite. It's a very enormous uh, denomination, so you got a very lot of spectrum. But yeah. just the stereotype is the the prude mom and pa, you know, mom uh, and and. and uh, conservative father who just don't like these changes and don't like uh they want to go to church can't, on sure. sunday and can't, have your, can't have your shorts or your skirt above your knees and yeah um which that's so going away a lot anyway, and that yeah and i think jesus was that i think if you could transport back in time the southern baptist would be those pharisees that'd be the, the, the kinds of people uh, that's a lot of good exceptions sure is there another um, group of people that would be considered? Can well, let me back up. Can you be an extremist without being a radical? I would say no. I'd say first you have to be radicalized before you, you know, do extreme things to buildings or people. What if you could? So let's say, if a radical is somebody that has non conventional ideas are kind of, you know, anti, like, let's say, let's say it has minority views. So, uh, um, people mm -hmm. that, that would vote, vote a certain way, but they're still in the minority. And then they rally at a, uh, <laughs> at, at our nation's capital. Mm -hmm. they're, are they radicals or are they extremists? I looked it up, and there's one author who thinks that the difference between radicalism and extremism, radicalism is somebody, let's say, for example, who opposes the Constitution, but extremism is hostile towards it. Well, I mean, like some would, some people would say that January 6 was hostile. Yeah, those. Yeah. I'd say those people were extremists. There were some hostile people there. I mean, but if you were, were they radicals? Sure, they were maybe they were extreme in their beliefs, mm -hmm. but were they all were they radicals? They thought Donald Trump won, right? That was the whole thing, right? Not, and I agree with you. So I think that maybe maybe those in that situation, those people weren't necessarily extremists. I would say the radical. only extremists there were really the federal agents doing all the inciting. Sure. So you know, what about the? Uh, people fighting for the Confederates were they extremists or radicals? I would say they're just about neither. Yeah, I was they were say, I don't, I don't neither think. radicals nor extremists. They were just yeah. Well, I mean, you've got you got the Union, you got the Confederates, and they both had they both held to their beliefs, which were ingrained in them from a very young age. Doesn't necessarily make them radical or extremist. Those were just. I mean, those, those were both accepted accepted beliefs at that mm -hmm. time. It, it depends on how you're looking at it. Are you looking at the actions Abe Lincoln took to make sure the Confederacy did not leave the Union, make sure they did not break away? He did some very extreme, very radical things that he did. He expanded presidential power and government, governmental power that, you know, hadn't really been seen before to make sure that he didn't lose the power of the southern states. Sure. Yeah. He flat out said something about 
whether freeing the slaves or not freeing the slaves makes no difference just to keep the union or the yeah. United States together. Yeah. In he, a all, he wanted yeah. To do, all he wanted to do was basically can preserve the union and yep. not let it be broken up. So I would even go so far as to say what what qualifies something as radical or extreme? Because so back to the Confederacy. Like those were those were beliefs that were that were held by millions of people on both sides, and, and so were the, were the were the Union considered the radicals? I mean, like like what makes someone or were the Confederates considered the radicals and extremists? Yeah, what, good what, question. what defines well, it what's radical on, and extreme? It depends on what the idea is, and back then it was also geographical. So we're not so much geographical anymore um, sure. within Georgia. Yeah. There's, you know, blue within Alabama, there's blue. So right. when you look at the, you look at what they were wanting, you know, depending on what you believe they are fighting for or not fighting for. And the reality is, you know, it was just one, one side tired of the other side. And then they get a whole bunch of stuff got dragged into it along with it. But I still, I guess, like, what defines something as being radical? I would assume the idea. I would well, also like, say where, the where's idea. Where's that threshold? But where's that threshold of, of something being considered radical? I, I think mean, it like, depends on the person's view judging you. So you go do something. I agree. I, I would judge you based on what you did based on my pre-existing thoughts. So if I was prejudiced against what you did, if I was against you, maybe you went and, you know, you wanted to go protest on the sixth, and if I was like, "Well, no, Stacey Abrams was the governor," and it depends on where you standpoint, where your standpoint. So, so to so to a so to a a conservative, <clears throat> I'm just going to use the January sixth as an example because that seems mm-hmm. to be kind of a, a, a theme. It's the last, it's the recent one. So, if we have a a uh, a Democrat liberal democrat they're going to say january 6th was very much extremist yeah but then we have a a pro-trump conservative that's going to say that wasn't extremist we were defending what we believed to be true and then you've got a, a, a middle of the road conservative that, that says that was dumb y'all should not have gone that was maybe borderline radical extremist like like where's yes. like where's so it's radicals and extremists it's it's really in the eye of it's all nuance. Yeah. And I guess it's also how you interpret it. Like, do you see the people on January 6th as a, you know, protest kind of skewed in one direction, like kind of funneled in one direction? Or was it people who genuinely showed up to do those actions? I don't think those people genuinely showed up to do those things. Look at the security footage. The doors were opened by the. Kind of like got baited and into it. Yeah, baited. When an man or whatever is walking through, you know, the White House with a cane that that's not that's not extremism you and know, pallets it, of bricks in downtown minneapolis isn't also exactly. <laughs> you know same thing happened right. in there was right. random pallets of bricks found in atlanta you know it's in my opinion that when you haul with a nazi flag in the back and that's weird oh yeah but let's see that most of that is federal extremism you know um yeah, the feds are the most extreme <laughs> I, mean, I want to. I want to join the FBI and have on my badge, extreme fad boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like with with the six, when you look at CNN and everybody's like, "Oh, it's it's an insurrection." If the people who really thought you had to fight to keep the vote went there, you would have seen what an insurrection was. It would have been extreme. They might have been somewhat radical. You would know the difference. You would know. You would see the difference. You know it is I mean? kind of weird that they painted January 6th as extremists, where it's like up until a certain point, it was a peaceful protest. Exactly. Like, why is a peaceful protest so radical? Hmm, that's weird. Because well, but then you look at like all fire. of the you look at all the riots that happened and like, well, was that extremist or was like like I would say it was radicals being led by extremists. Because not everybody who was there went to protest was expecting yeah. to burn a Wendy's down and kill a thirteen-year-old girl, but they did. Right. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Grant. That 
somebody can ease that's a radical can easily be led to extremism because they already have those thoughts and ideas implanted and they're all it takes is just a little push like i think the extremism part comes from the action yes like, i'm very much so can be radicalized but i haven't leveled any government buildings yet <laughs> yet <laughs> what was yet whoa I, I can't remember the cult leader but he like actually didn't really do any crimes he was an extremist by leading people i don't uh no david koresh no i did write down david koresh and i forgot that, i feel like you might be down. i mean the same not, not that cult later but he didn't actually do any crimes but he i wanted to say manson but i thought he actually did do some real bad shit um but he got everybody else to do his dirty work for him hmm I don't remember who it Which, is. I now. mean, so he, so his hands are clean, but they're really not. Right. When did he do those things? You know what I mean? Sure. If he I talk a, somebody he, he, by in, extension, doing a bunch of things, you know, yes, you can't. In my opinion, you could probably be associated with it. Um, but again, you didn't actually do it. You just sweet talk someone else into. Right. That's. I, I don't know where the law falls on that one. Neither do I. That's. No, that's and they don't either. And that's how they get you. <laughs> uh, a case could be made. Let's just throw them in jail, just to be sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's throw let's throw thirteen charges and hope two of them stay. Yep. What's the um? Gosh, there was another uh. Um. Back to the whole religious thing. What what's the 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 family uh nineteen kids and counting? Oh yeah, oh, the y'all, remember, y'all remember the Duggars? Yeah. So we were we were watching a TV show. Uh, or my wife was really watching. I was just kind of picking up bits and pieces of it, but about about that cult that they were in. Oh, I did hear about this. Anything that came of, out. And it, was, it wasn't anything, anything violent or ex- extremist, as you might label it. But but the guy that was over the, the 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 cult that they were in, you know, impacted a lot of people. And were they in a cult though? Yeah. I thought they were just Mormon. I thought it was the. F- I thought it was like the whole family. Like yeah. the dad was part I, of like uh like some family thing that's really odd. And I don't, I don't know if it was the, the dad. I think but... it was one of the brothers, one of the older brothers, and the parents knew, but just you know didn't. No, he yeah there yeah there was a lot of uh, it's a whole lot stuff. of mess. But like but and I wasn't trying to get into all that necessarily the specifics of that family, but they were part of a cult. That let me see. You're gonna you're gonna look it up. Okay, cool. I am. Yeah, so um, go ahead. What'd you find? People. Yeah, I kind of forgot IB, that I wrote IBLP. down David Koresh. But uh, while, while he's looking that up, back to like the difference between radical and extremist, the whole uh, Loudoun County thing, I don't know if y'all really kind of kept up on that. Never um, heard of it. Well, I'll send it to you after when we're done. Is the Loudoun County school system covered up some things that they shouldn't have covered up and mm. involving some particular students. And if that was me, and I'm just speaking of how I would honestly react is because the situation semi semi kind of radicalized me against the school, even more against the school, the school system. But if I had a daughter or a son in that situation, I would do extreme things to make it just because at that point you wouldn't have you, there wouldn't been any justice done. Um, but here I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. It's it's, Internet Institute of basic life principles. That's the, the cult, the ministry, the cult that they were part of. And um, like they, it was, it was pretty, um, what's the word? Not oppressive, but like, like they're very much like, like the women don't have not not that the women don't have rights but but they they suppress the women and and like they were it was it what's the guy's name it's not bill gothard is it is it bill gothard the last name sounds familiar i don't know about the rest of it yeah bill gothard uh funny story my family um when i was a teenager took part of one of his seminars and it was very interesting do you remember very this interesting I did very much remember and I was like, that's kind of odd. It was just very, it was very like restrictive and like, 
if you listen to a record backwards, they're, they're putting demonic messages yeah. in your records. And I'm like, mm. Southern Baptist kind of thing. Yeah, well, but to the extreme. Right but to the extreme. Hmm. Um, yeah, so like, like, yeah, do you call that a radical or extremist? I mean, maybe, crazy? I don't know. Crazy, yeah, maybe. Uh, Just add another yeah. one in there. Not all radicals are crazy. Yeah. Not all extremists are crazy, in my opinion. Um, there is, uh, yeah, I was so listening what, to one thing, wait, it was, point? if you're psychotic, which very few extremists are actually psychotic, but if you're hmm. psychotic, you have more extremist and radical tendencies. Hmm. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, what so I'm practically an expert after listening to a 30-minute podcast and oh, not taking any notes. Cra- I just thought you were saying you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, oh, it's like okay. Okay. You want to come help me make something? <laughs> they, uh, so, so to put in perspective, kind of like after what we were show. talking about. Is, uh, so, like, to certain groups, like, you know, my coworkers, I bet I seem like a radical and an extremist that I live out in the country and I have chickens and own a generator. So, and yeah. Our preppers try not to go to the grocery store every day, but in a sense, okay. So, if you compare preppers to today's culture and today's consumeristic mindset that goes back to the 50s, yes, preppers are base are considered radicals, if not extremists, because they're being looked at by the populace and being like, Well, this is not the normal. Why are you doing this? You're crazy. The pre 50s, it was the normal, yeah, it was normal because there wasn't a grocery store at every corner, you know, like. I even did a video. I did a video some point last year that was like, "Hey, like our grandparents were the OG preppers." Like, like see, your grandparents were the OG preppers. Mine, my grandparents weren't. Their parents were. My so my great grandparents. Okay, so my great grands probably were more like like I was my great grandparents into. I think we're splitting hairs here. Yeah, yeah, well, but, for, but, for but me, I, there's a whole generational yeah. difference. Yeah. I was going to say, for me, you know, my grandparents, my grandmother, I've been when you know when when the lockdowns happen, I'm like, grandmother, look, you've gotta you've gotta have extra food because she doesn't, she can't go to the grocery store by herself. She doesn't like to. So I'm like, we'd go. I'm like, just get maybe six extra cans of food, you know. But then she'll she'll call you when she's eating those extra six cans of food. So she's like, I'm out of groceries. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like. The pantry, even though she grew up with her parents, they had, they, you know, they had bees, they did cattle, they raised hogs, you know, they, they farmed, you know, acreage. Like, I guess what I'm getting at is like, like great grandparents, like they would, they would grow their own food. They gardened, they canned it, they preserved it through the winter and they ate it through the winter and they rinsed and repeated every year. Like, like that's, that was the the OG prepper, in my yeah. opinion, was yeah. we lived off the land. We like we and didn't have a to. grocery store. Yeah, I mean, we, like because we could go buy things from the hit. grocery store. Like we could buy this and that, and, and and get through like things that we couldn't grow. But for the most part, like they lived off the land, and now now nobody lives off the land. Which I've seen the resurgence to of of people yeah. going back to homesteading, which is very, um, it's very much like uplifting and like positive to see a surge yeah and what i'll say to that though is there's a huge surge of people doing that but if you look out of a country of 330 million yeah it's very um, few it's very but and then like for me i'm like sometimes it'll psych me out i'm like are are too many people trying to grow you know produce for market are too many people trying to you know start a flower farm but then when you look at the real the all people around you like oh my gosh that's just that's so crazy and then you can mm-hmm. then market to them, and then yeah. because they're never going to do it, they just want the idea yeah. of that. Yeah. So, that's so, do, much- so are are people that grow their own food and live off the land and prepare and, and homestead are they considered radical or radicals or extremists? I would say they're radical to a point of extreme, depending on what you do. <laughs> Oops. Wrong banner. So there are. I was going to say that uh, there's there's. There's the true technical de- definition of the term, and then there's the common usage of it. Uh, I looked when I looked up extremist, I found that it said derogatory. So you know, technically, any extreme, any any action that's taken that is an extreme, even if it's a great action, is extremist. 
But derogatorily, derogatorily, said that right. Anyway, it's got a very, it has a very negative connotation to it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. When it's said Wait. in that way, then you're you're asking whether these people are extremists in that definition. Um, and so, you gotta have to, gotta have to keep in mind, you know, when those definitions changed, because if you notice, our our media has been changing definitions of words for a long oh, time yeah. to mean different things. So when they say, oh, this, it's a much watered down version of what the definition was in, say, 1998. Hmm. Um, like if you go into the, um, sometimes depending on the specific words, um, the definition of the word is the definition of the word, which is not a definition. So, Wait, what? Yeah, uh, it, there's a word for it, but they basically make, <laughs> like, say the definition of this word basically reiterates the word. It's like this is this because it's this. So it's <laughs> it's just a, it's just a circle. Yeah, I could I can kind of get what you're. I can't think of one at the, what, at the moment. What's in the but. string? <laughs> <laughs> like for me, I would say I, I know what, I know what version you mean. I know of prepping mean, yeah. is off grid. I would say that's an extreme version of prepping. Yeah, because I think, in my opinion, I think it's a waste of time to go off grid. Make mm. your use the grid while you have the grid to make it so when it goes off grid, you're good. Which would mean use you need use to the off-grid. grid to go off grid. Use the grid yeah. to be ready for when there is no more grid. Yeah. So you know, say you're prepping for me. I'm prepping for the next you know eight years, and the way the day I wake up and turn thirty, there's no more power. Mm-hmm. So for the last eight years, I've used power to prepare yeah. myself and my property. Yeah. So when when time comes, I don't need power. I can. Yeah. Just don't anything. handicap yourself from the start. Yeah. You'd be way exactly. farther ahead eight, exactly. eight years from now. Yep. But you could. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But just yeah. have have things in place so you know have a solar panel on your chicken coop so we can still open and close the door. You know have have solar panels near your water pump. Have just have, use that to have everything set up so when time comes to it, you know or just you get can rechargeable live. batteries with a small solar panel that will recharge the batteries that opens your chicken coop. Yeah, and then have a backup <laughs> set of batteries. That's what I've got. It's also. Also, like, that's what I have. No, hey, it's important to have uh, in person community and whatnot, but you can still like text those people and say, Hey, you know, how's it going? Keep in touch instead of like, yeah, yeah, trying to trying to keep in touch every you know, month or whatever. We had some dogs running on the street, running wild. We, We know who they belong to, but we couldn't do nothing about it. But they run through, they got two of my goats, and then they got seven cats on the street. So we all be like, we're all kind of, they come around around two o'clock in the morning. They make, they make, they make a round. They'll just patrol hmm. like a circle. How and many of them are there? There's two. And so. I've heard they don't taste bad. I mean, I, 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 mean, I would. <laughs> if, I was, if I was able to get one, I was going to taste the hind quarters. Oh you have, God! You, have, you can't waste. I, w- it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it. Yes, you could. You could uh, absolutely waste it. I, I I threw a chicken in the ditch last week or the as week many before. holes as I, I would have put through it, it, there might not have been anything left of it because I had my shotgun ready with. Look! Look! With, use it! Use it! Hang it above the chicken coop. Feed the maggots. They'll drop and they'll feed your yeah. chickens. And then you get yeah. yeah. Use it. I actually heard way. people got sick off that. Like the there was the wrong kind Wait, of what? maggots or something like that. Yeah. I don't believe it. Oh. I mean, I'll look into it. Maggots yourself. But if yeah. it gets fed to your chicken, <laughs> nobody's it, talking about eating the maggots. I mean, if it gets something, fed to your something, chicken. something got messed. I don't know. I, something got into it and they got sick. So yeah, the chickens are the people. Something got into the people that fr- that they got from the chickens. So like, mm-hmm. whatever they ate from the chickens, they got sick off of. It. They're like, oh yeah, like you know the whole. Yeah. Black soldier fly larva kind of thing, but I don't think it was black soldier fly larvae. And I, but anyway, they yeah. have security cameras, and they get alerted when their security cameras go off. And then there's these two dogs, so I got a call one morning. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm up. Let's go. Game on. She's on outside. And you didn't, didn't shoot them in your boxers. No, I, <laughs> trust me. I, so the night he puts on like 
face paint. Just, mm, no. No. I just I just grabbed I just grabbed my twelve gauge and jumped out the door. It's a it's a anyway. The, the gun doesn't matter. But the the neighbors had shot at one of them one night and ended up hitting them. Someone had called the cops on them, and he, get this: two state troopers and four sheriffs. You know, SUV showed up at their house. We're in, For a gunshot in the, the middle of the night. We're in the country. We're on mm-hmm. that. We're on the outside of the city limits. I'm like, what kind of response is that? You know, two state patrolmen, and then three sheriffs SUVs show up. They heard that people were out shooting dogs, and they wanted to get a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that to me, I thought that was crazy because it's extremist. Exactly. Law enforcement are extremists. They're the strong arm. Like, they're the extremists of the... uh... And they radicalized me. Yeah. Yeah, like, what radicalized you? Like, you did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, Hmm. I I threw in a fun one at the end here. Is is Alex Jones an extremist Hmm. or just a radical? I mean, I, I would say, say he's, he's a radical, radical because he radical. doesn't do anything to the yeah. globalists. He's like radical. He should, you know? Yeah, he just does like yeah, his little, that's fair. He low, his little bullhorn protests or whatever. Yeah. And, It'd be different right. if he started like removing said globalists. You know, that, that, like, we need one of those. And we really do. Uh, <laughs> no. but, uh, so far, he's just radical. There may be an open position on the Alex Jones, Alex Jones staff of someone that can take action. <laughs> Whoa. An unpaid I can't intern. No, right, I, right. I I don't think I've listened to more than like two minutes of the guy. I can only I can listen to him on I Joe can't. Rogan. Hmm. I can't. I don't. I don't listen to his show. I can really only listen to him when he's being filtered through another show. Sure. It's, it's a, you can't it's let him. They can let him take the reins. Most of the time, it's so much. It's so much information that he'll be doing on his show. Plus, I don't like that type of show. I've cut out all political shows. I've. I can't. I can't do it anymore. It it just makes me. It makes me angry. Sure. Um, yeah. I can't. I can't do it. Only thing I give a shit about is like, oh, like, oh Biden. This is like, this is so much more than the person who runs our country. We're not going to be able to vote our way out of it. It doesn't matter who's in our office. No, the whole the whole system We're has to be on for it. Fucked. I mean, you go back to 1971. A million. <laughs> the. <laughs> oh, sorry. I use foul language. That's not what I'm making a face about. Oh. What are you anyway. making a face about? Uh, we just got off of Alex Jones. Yeah. No, please, Grant, tell us about 1971. I we went off the gold standard. I mean, <laughs> take it all the way back to that. Uh, I did hear on a recent episode of Joe Rogan's podcast. Alex that, Jones. Um, that Alex, like he and Alex Jones are actually friends. Like yeah, they, really? they, yeah, hmm. they, um, I don't remember. They, they worked at the same news station or something like that together. The same something network. I don't remember, but hmm. I guess in high school, Alex Jones, like gotten a like fight and like got dropped on his head on concrete. And like, he's Whoa, like that's, like, that's what well, that like, kind of made him messed up. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so maybe, so he, to go back to like, how, how do you become a radical and then like an extremist? So like maybe yeah, if you already have like this, a baby. These, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't, exactly right. that doesn't hurt. Right. That doesn't hurt. Right. Because, no, like, it does hurt. It doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, he, he already has like these ideas of these things. And then he, he hears like conspiracy theories to like, you know, link all the dots and like, yep, that's it. That's the only again, possible solution that could possibly ever but if exist. You take but, him, if you take his word at face value and some of the things he said and how they, you know, follow to truth, um, is he is he crazy? You know what I mean? Not like he's, necessarily. He's like verbal clickbait, right? Like yeah, the water's yes. turking the yeah, frogs gay. I mean, he just goes crap like, against the wall and, and sees they, The water was turning the frogs gay. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the studies he was talking about, the water was turning the frogs gay. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I, they I mean, weren't, I, I they had, weren't I, gay. They weren't. They were. They were weren't they like changing? Yeah. No. Like no. See, I, I had heard like, of this thing about the frogs well before I'd heard of Alex Jones. I'd seen on PBS, and when I when I saw a PBS, 
Yeah, on PBS. So that's exactly what PBS needs to be talking about. Yeah, and, and, and so that's they were probably talking about all this. they talk about nowadays anyway. Right? And Well, and then I saw Alex Jones being made fun of for the frogs are gay, and I'm like, okay, he's being he's being kind of cute with it's it, but he's not wrong. But it's somewhat yeah. true. Yeah, it's not entirely wrong. Yeah, hyperbolic is the right way to say it. Yeah. So, so that's what he does. He just throws stuff against the wall. And, and that's why people say, oh, Alex Jones is right. Yeah, he, he's right about the three things, or four, three, uh, three, three, one, two, three things that uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh, he's said in the last five no years. Don't have to cure ready. Right. <laughs> three things, but, uh, you know, the 800 things that he said were not true. He, they're just, you know, still out there. So, uh, yeah, but he got those, he, he got those. Three things right. He's a prophet. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. I agree, Christopher. Like they people people latch onto his work, like all, everything he says, and like because they become they right. become radicalized too because because like, of him because of him. Yeah, they believe and in like, so so they see hope or they see like an inkling like like you've got the. Um, <laughs> You have the people that want everything to burn to the ground. Yeah, they Soon want better. <laughs> Leave me oh. the cat alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the cat dance section of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's great. What happened to Jeremy? Oh, there he is. I was going to grab mine, but I, they oh. ran. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna have a, have a cat just... show. This has gotten weird. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Grant. Thanks for getting the. Getting you're finding new and new ways of getting the show off the rails. <laughs> this is getting extremist. Oh man, what was that? I, don't even what I, I don't even remember what I was saying now. Um, you're talking about nope. how Grant could be the new Axe Jones. Like he just nope. throws stuff against the wall. See, I don't know. I don't know where the globalists meet. He knows. I don't. Apparently, he's been there. Yeah. He uh, went there in like the nineties. Yeah, he filmed it. yeah. Dude, that's so weird. The, uh, uh, Bohemian Grove. Grove. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's a good question. Good point. Like, how did he get in there? He's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, controlled how? opposition. Epstein. Epstein. Controlled opposition. Yes. <laughs> Alex and Jones very well could be controlled opposition. But if you look you at, imagine, if you look at everything as controlled opposition, it's just turning. Yeah, off. yeah. That's turning it all go nuts off. With that. You know what I mean? It would. Yeah. It'll drive you crazy. Like, not everything can be a psyop. Like, this is weird. Right, right, right. I mean, most things I've, are, but... I've given up watching any... <laughs> like, I don't watch anything mainstream anymore. Yeah, I, I used to... I used to watch Philip DeFranco. And then... that's This is when I first got in news. And then he's just... He's kind of... I would watch... Uh, I would watch Tucker Carlson, and I took him off. Yeah. And then, and then I went into... Are you Crowder. serious? I was like... What? Like, who... Okay... Do you actually watch Tucker? Uh, I I would every now and then. Hmm. But like hmm. again, like I take him with a grain of salt, just like everything else. Like it's it's I don't yeah. anything that's on mainstream media. I listen they're, to I mean, it as all, background noise. They're all owned by like the same people. Yeah. Well, what Tucker does wrong is not what he says that's that's false. It's what he doesn't say. He leaves out a lot. Well, yeah, but, but what he really means, so. like what he really wants to say, is that? Well, yeah. Well, no, like he doesn't tell the whole story, his, so his you don't get the whole story on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think so. You don't, you, you, and so and so when he tells you a fact and he tells you a thing that is true, when you're listening to him, the things he's telling you are true, but it's not balanced. It's not the whole story. You just sure. you, part of the facts, and it's to paint a picture so that you'll think a certain way and act a certain way. I don't like the way he talks, so I don't listen to him. Yeah, <laughs> he looks yep, like yeah. a horse's rear end. <laughs> it just looks. Just I don't looks like the look on his face. <laughs> it just it's looks like, like a horse's butt. <laughs> but like, but like, I don't. I just, I don't watch any of it anymore at all. Yeah. Like, I don't and watch then, Fox, CNN, Newsmax. I don't watch any of it. See, I never watch any of those. I would got all my, I get my news from TikTok. I went yeah. from Crowder by that to British TikTok. dude with the neon lights in the background. Hmm. No, I'll, show, I'll send you a video. I'm sorry. Have y'all seen the dude that he's like? I, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like, all right, let's look at the cereal aisle. And he's like, yes, love that dude. General, Mills, Black General Mills. It's Vanguard and BlackRock. Yes. The Vanguard the dude with the Black mustache. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's all right. I've been watching. 
So I started watching him and he had like 40,000 followers. He, oh. What is he up to now? Like, like what half is a million this? or something like that. Duncan Carlson <laughs> without a nose? No, it's what? him as a kid. Baby, baby Carlson? Yeah. Ice cream, Ice is cream a dinner. isn't dinner. They say, okay, well, why not? No one ever tells you because no one really knows. So what's really all this about? The answer is simple. Power. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just extreme, like a jump to the extreme. That's yeah. nice. I yeah. think the mainstream media is making radicals and extremists. Yes. Yeah. Darn they Marlin. like they, they look. Fair. That's fair. They they make us look like radicals and people like on the outside, like ah, you can yeah. keep your bullshit. And when you when you paint somebody as a radical or an extremist for caring about what goes on in the public school system directed towards young children, and then you call them radicals and extremists, it may it's going to make them radicals and oh, extremists. Man. It's just a matter of time. So I had a friend that texted me a video today. Hold on a second. That just that made me think of this. And that what goes back to the Loudoun County assault case that I put in chat. So there's a pastor that rebukes graphic school book. Oh, I gotta find oh. this. Hold on. Hold on. There was so like, one of a third grade child reading just straight up like gay pornography out of the library. Gross. I'm like they're children, people. Yeah. They're children. None of that works yet. Quit. <laughs> I mean. Quit. <laughs> just stop. Quit it. <laughs> Present. Yeah. Present. 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 Yeah, I've watched that, I thought we were going to be like in the military for a second. Breeze and arms. Breeze. Where is it, Jeremy? All right, hold there on. it there is. Can y'all see it? This guy? Yeah. yeah. All right. It's for you. It says after a bit, a person's it? becomes moist and slippery, and the clitoris becomes hard. After Can we even air this? This is terrible. <laughs> And larger. Pastor, Sometimes a bit I don't know of fluid that may contain two sperm comes out of the tip of the Pastor. and makes Pastor. it wet. Can we, sir, I'm sorry. I... Was it something I said? If you don't want to hear it in a school board meeting, why should children be able to check it out of the school uh, system? Thanks. We have perverts that are perverts. <laughs> we have perverts. And you I do like the way you talk. back smug in your chairs, but you don't want me to read it. Why? Does it bother you? Yes or no? You can't answer that question. You want to know why? Because politically speaking, you can't I think say this is gonna give that me a it's wrong. On Got him. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Whatever. I guess I just like, won't air this one. But like, like extremists, like like our school systems. Yeah. I mean, like, why is that kind of stuff available see, in a public school like that, library? When that doesn't get put in check, if that doesn't get put in check, then that is what is going to make extremists because the parents have already been radicalized with what they're showing to their children. If it doesn't get fixed, they're going to become extremists. Mm -hmm. Jeremy, that can I put you on the spot? Did I just get you like like blacklisted, Matt? Yeah, no. sure. Why not? No, he should be fine. Have you looked at the books in your kid's library? Like you, I think you can go online and see the titles of the books and like cross check them against like the whatever list. All of them? No. Well, yes, have I been search? The search function. Have, so have I walked through my child's library or school? Absolutely. Hmm. With him, we've looked at books, and he brings books home. I get to see what he reads. He reads a lot. Like, like that's that's one thing that I'll say. Like, I'm I'm super proud of him for is he is he reads. He's probably read more books by the age of nine than I've ever read in my entire life. Good, smart. Um, he like I me. Mean, he likes fiction and all that kind of stuff. But like, it's so yeah. Like, like we've walked through the library with. How him old is he? Nine. So if I look at all the books, no. Nah. If you come, I've got a book for you that I that, that get him in get him started. The Tuttle uh, Twins series, mm. and uh, he might like it. What's it called? Monster Hunter International. He might. There, uh, there's like 12, 13 books to it. Simple, easy read. I love them. The next one does he's into like the uh, he's into the uh, Percy Jackson stuff right now. If he likes that, he'll like this. This is just more guns and monsters instead of you know game on swords and monsters. But like. 
but, but but seriously think about it like like our education system is extremist yes radical yep because of the things that they allow into the school into the and library they're saying the teachers that teach mm-hmm. i mean do look, they still this, make you do pleasant pledge of allegiance that right, the of every right class talk about extremism the pledge is indoctrinating kids at youth well if you want to go to that point i mean parents are indoctrinating kids with biblical yeah. teaching well, that, that's true. I mean, like, like yeah. so what, what def- again, back to the original question, what defines radical and extremism? I think I take it a, a religious extremist over a, a statist extremist yeah. any day. Sure. It, well, I used to. You really and I might, but, but maybe not a statist. Yeah, it really yeah, took me a minute should be to open my eyes towards the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, it's, it's very strange to have a, a school full of children say it every morning. It's very, uh, very Stalin-esque, isn't it? I guess. I mean, is it really so much different than uh, uh, no, but I, I hear saying good morning to the great leader of North Korea every morning? <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're just doing it to. Uh, but you're, but, to but, the, but you're not pledging allegiance to a person, though. Aren't you're you? pledging allegiance to an inanimate and an, yes, I can't say that word an inanimate object. Yes. Do you think there's a difference to the kids? Yeah. Do you to think the kids, they know? Do, do I think there's a difference? No. Do I think there's a difference to the kids? Potentially. I mean, potentially not. I mean, like, like they they just see how I'm pledging allegiance to whatever but as a, as you grow up and as you age you understand it's a flag that represents our nation and represents freedom not a person or an individual and sure so how can we individually of... uh teach our kids like it's okay to love your country and not your government it's hard i would say that'd be very hard so hold on can, matt can i put you on the spot no i wouldn't do it anyway <laughs> so like so, like, do you think it's acceptable for someone to kneel during the national anthem? I don't really care. Okay. Fair enough. You must be pretty stand, pretty, uh, pretty tired of standing. <laughs> Look, man, I got to tell you, when uh, my dad and I would go to hockey games, and I'd, I'd get choked up at the national anthem. I wasn't as like a radical back then, but like, I bet. Someone belts out the national anthem at a live event. Yeah, it hits you. Uh, it hits you. It, it's something, you know. That I, I would say the national anthem is different than the pledge. You know. Yes, agreed. I, 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 the national anthem that'll something that'll that'll put a tear in your eye. But the pledge, mm-hmm. I feel like it's worded very particularly and purposefully, um, considering it's. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. The, I was trying to go through all the words in my head. I'm like, yeah, it's it's kind of gray. It's not necessarily like the pledge or the national anthem. The pledge. It's kind of gray in that uh, yeah, it could be skewed for, uh, I don't know, to make radicals, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's to make, I would say, to put you in a compliant mindset. Sure. You know? It's to, yep. I mean, yeah. all, the only thing public school it's does good. is makes good citizens. It makes you compliant and it makes you a worker bee. Mm. Factory workers. You know, you, yeah, you that's true. You don't, you don't mind working, you know, 40 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks for 40 years and then your life's done spent. I, I wake up every morning to go to school and I'm like, my parents would work here. I'm like, how can I wake up for the, ne- for the rest of my life and go to work like this? Well, and so, yeah. like, you look at homeschoolers. Who, who some would consider to be radical and extremist. Yeah, I was homeschooled. Yeah, the, 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 I, I was, I was for two, well, I was for two years, um, you know, but I look at a lot of homeschoolers, they, they grew up and they want to own their own business. They want to be exactly. entrepreneurs and make their own way instead they of get, go They have the true heart of a capitalist instead of cronyism. Yeah. But I mean, to some, I, capitalism some is... Radical and extremist. Yeah, like, like that's, yeah. That's, well, everybody is a heretic to somebody else. Let's, that's, that's a fact. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You're exactly so. right. All right. Everybody's somewhere somebody hates you. <laughs> Anything else? I think we covered the topic pretty well. Yeah, I've enjoyed I enjoyed this episode. So. Yeah, it was a good discussion. Yes, it was. Good idea. Maybe. For now. <laughs> all right are we uh are we all radicals then none of us none Every, of us are radicals extremists. To be extremists. So, so i think what what i've come to the conclusion aspiring extremist is, is yes. that everyone so everyone is radical would be in some way shape or form that's true to somebody yeah yeah you're radical, radical in somebody's heart like to, like to my yeah. sister my parents are extremists they're not. Sound cool. They're awesome. <laughs> My sister's just crazy. <laughs> so she's a radical. Yeah. Well, you both win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Christopher. Yes, sir. Do your thing. So I'm trying to work on uh, securecoop.com. It is a coop door opener for, with uh, phone notifications. And I'm hoping it'll be ready in three months. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, almost, like, I almost missed it. I almost missed it. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, uh, so uh, I I work for a Fortune 50 company, and I have learned a lot about um, keeping servers active and live, and and I've been applying those same principles down to the to the coop, chick coop level. And so working on a coop door opener with phone notifications, get on the mailing list, get the coupon below, uh, and combine them together, and get a free book at the website uh the mailing list will tell you when the product is ready when i can find it. wait you got a free book french yes sir get the, get the is book that new or, or, is that new hold up is no, that new or have i just been ignoring no, you, for the last you, you just haven't paid attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah get the book um so my uh, headphones seem to cut out every time you mention that part <laughs> every every point every every podcast at this point it's just like oh yeah yeah get the book so um that's it. I'm working on uh, on that, and, and I'm hoping to come out with it this year. I'm, I'm, we're going through the beta test process now, and uh, shaking out a little bugs and things. Excellent. Thank you. And Jeremy. Jeremy, do we like donuts on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and a little bit on Twitter? Just because of Matt, he pressured me into it. <laughs> yeah, and then I bailed on that idea after I. He did. I he really bailed on it. it. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll yeah. do it again sometime. I don't know. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'm, go, I'm on the going right live on Twitter seems yeah. better than going live on TikTok. So. Uh, I disagree, but okay. Um, but yeah, prepping, homesteading, chickens, gardening, all that good stuff. Um, harvesting onions. That was today. Hats. Yeah. Dude, don't don't. Where is it? Oh, it's in the garage. That hat. All right, now hold up, hold up. Oh, it doesn't only work because you're bald. (laughs) That's what I said. I was such a dickhead. So (laughs) it's not even fair. So, so my son, he puts it on. I was like, I put it on him, and he's like, "Can you feel it?" He goes, "Eh, not really." I'm like, "Well, I can feel it great because I have a zero hair there." there. I mean, it feels amazing. Like it's just like a constant stream of air on my uh, bald head. Yeah, it cools me off really. Like I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, it was worth every penny, sixty for, bucks. For the, like it's, it's a, it's almost. Yep, he he paused. Damn it! There I am. Uh, I'm trying to describe <laughs> it for uh, for people on the audio. It's almost like a cowboy hat, but not quite. It's just like a gardening hat uh, with a solar panel on top. Uh, he's gonna go grab it. All right, uh, Grant, that guy. Too busy. Too, busy. too busy. I've been right. thinking more about posting. You have uh, been posting more the last couple of days on Twitter. On Twitter, I've been, I've been posting on Twitter today. I, th- I talked to uh, I talked to a uh, chicken whisper, and uh, yeah. I was thinking but you've about, been active on TikTok though. Yeah, I've been active on TikTok. I've been sending stuff to y'all, um, yeah. but I'm gonna think I'm gonna do uh-huh. a video on Calicia. I uh, was at my some church friends, you know, fit on my the other day. Fit on my head with the the the. <laughs> the yeah. You can go around your your back of your neck, dude. That's hysterical. There Shut up, man. <laughs> oh, look at that head, <laughs> bro. No wonder you wear a hat. That's so fun. <laughs> I love the so, hat, though. I love it. I love the hat. I've got. Dude, I, I do too. It's amazing. It really is. Until, That's really until funny that you made your son until, try it. And... Until it's shaded. And then when the shade goes down, it's like... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, then you shouldn't need the fan anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't need the fan. Yeah, but you're still, yeah, it's still yeah, hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I get it, man. I'm just being a dickhead again. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. So I've been thinking about well. doing a video on Khaleesi because I was talking with Chicken Whisperer, and he made a post about Amaranth. But Sunday we were eating at a friend's house, and they have some Khaleesi that, that have just come back every single year, and it grows and flowers. But Calicia is a type of amaranth, and it's completely edible, but it's a bedding plant. So I'm, I kind of talked with him on, on Twitter about it, and he's like, that's just the way you know God works, is put something on my mind and his mind, and then it kind of it comes together. I just so happen to be scrolling as I'm in class. And so I may go to trip to Lowe's and see if I can find some Calicia and do a TikTok on Calicia. Yeah. It's yeah. called Coxcomb. Probably, probably do well. I mean, probably not because I did it. You gotta start posting again, man. I do. I'm. I need to. There's. There's another lady who did tote. I sent you the tote race bets, and I'm gonna do a video with her, um, saying asking how I like it. I'm just gonna do a video of my garden and how I like it. Look, man. I figured I can. I can fix. I can fit 16 totes in my trailer. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm tempted to come down there. I told you. I told you. I'd give him to you if you came and got him. But but I don't know where I would put 16 totes in my yard. (laughs) Everywhere. Tote tower. Make it. Make a fort for the kids. There you go. My my wife might not appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't invite her to the fort. What's the problem? (laughs) Boys only. Boys only. (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. And I'm Matt, farmhoplife.com. I do interviews, tours, and this men's forum. This, uh, let's see, next week. Let's see, what are we doing? What are you doing next week? I was thinking. Right. I got this concept. We'll talk. We'll talk in just a second. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. <laughs>